Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. Hey math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. What do the words blue, green, lilac, and rose have to do with each other? Well, for one thing, they're all words that name colors. But that's not all they are, because the last two words, lilac and rose, are also used to name flowers, which means that there must be a relationship between words that name colors and words that name flowers. While that might not shock you, it turns out that this isn't just any old relationship. It's actually based upon one of the most important relationships in math. To help us understand this, today we're going to take a look at the key mathematical concepts of sets and subsets. What is a set? Well, a set in math is exactly what you'd expect. It's simply a group of distinct objects. These objects can be mathematical things like numbers in geometric shapes, or they can be ordinary, everyday things like a set of baseball cards or a set of silverware. The important thing is that these are all groups of distinct objects that, when taken as a whole, make up some other distinct object. For example, a spoon is a distinct object, but so is the set of silverware that's made from a bunch of spoons, forks, knives, and so on. A set can contain pretty much anything, even other sets. Actually, a set can even contain nothing at all. This special set is called the empty set. The individual objects in a set are called the elements of the set. So each of the individual spoons in a set of silverware is an element of that set. Or, as a more mathematical example, each of the positive integers, 1, 2, 3, and so on, is an element of the set of all positive integers. Simple, right? Well, believe it or not, this simple idea turns out to be critically important in math. In fact, it can actually be used as the cornerstone from which almost everything else can be derived. But that's a much more advanced topic that'll have to wait for another day. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. For more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan. When you're reading a math book, your favorite hobby I know, Sets are typically defined and written using pairs of curly braces to enclose all their elements. To make it easier to talk about and compare them to one another, sets are usually labeled with a capital letter. So, in a book, you might see something like capital U is equal to, and then in curly braces, the integers 1, 2, 3, which means that there's a set named U which contains three elements, the integers 1, 2, and 3. It's also possible to define a set by describing it in words. For example, something like W is the set of the colors of all the houses on your block, 
which is a set with a finite number of elements. Or perhaps Y is the set of all the numbers in the Fibonacci sequence, which is a set with an infinite number of elements. The order that elements are written inside the braces describing a set doesn't matter. If you have an apple, a banana, and an orange in a bag, or a set, it doesn't matter how they're arranged. It just matters that they're in the bag. In other words, a set is defined by the distinct elements it contains. If you think about it, you'll see that this means that a mathematical set cannot contain more than one of the same element. If you have two apples, a banana, and an orange in your bag of fruit, the set of fruit is still just apple, banana, and orange. In next week's episode, we're going to talk about some operations that can be used to construct new sets from existing ones. But to properly understand this, we first need to cover one more thing, the subset. So, what is it? Well, a subset is just a set that's composed entirely of members of some other set. For example, let's say we're talking about the set of all letters in the English alphabet, A, B, C, D, and so on through Z. One subset of this is the set of vowels, A, E, I, O, U. Another is the set of consonants, B, C, D, F, and so on. And a third is the set of letters used in the spelling of your name, J, A, S, O, N, in my case. Of course, there are an infinite number of other subsets, too. There's a lot more to do and say about sets and subsets, but we're going to leave things right there for now and pick up the topic again next time. In the meantime, take a few minutes to think about some things, they can be mathematical things or real objects in the real world, whose relationships can be described in terms of sets and subsets. Just look around you and you'll see that the world is full of them. Before we finish up today, it's time for this week's featured number selected from the various numbers of the day posted to the Math Dudes Facebook page. I couldn't decide on just one number, so this week we have two. 75 and 200 miles per hour. What are they? They're the speeds of the fastest animals on land and in the air. That's right, a cheetah can sprint at up to 75 miles per hour, and a peregrine falcon can dive while hunting at 200 miles per hour. Pretty amazing speeds, right? Of course, it helps that the peregrine falcon has gravity on its side. After all, when a cheetah gets moving at 75 miles per hour, its muscles have to do all the work. But when a falcon drops in at 200 miles per hour, it's sort of just letting gravity do its thing. Don't get me wrong, it's still highly impressive to be able to fly, catch prey, and come out of a 200-mile-per-hour dive safely. But if you drop me or a cheetah from a plane, and we get in good aerodynamic positions, we can probably get close to 200 miles per hour too. Although we probably won't be able to catch prey, or land without breaking a few bones. If you think those numbers were interesting, be sure to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook, where you'll learn a new number that's just as interesting every single weekday. And if that's not enough to convince you to check it out, you'll also find the ever-popular Daily Math Puzzles. So head on over to The Math Dude's Facebook page at facebook.com slash themathdude and take a look. Of course, if you're on Twitter, please follow me there too and keep up to date on the podcast, the numbers of the day, the Daily Math Puzzles, and all my thoughts about the latest math and science news, and life in general. That's at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Finally, remember to email any math questions that you may have to mathdude at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. Start your electric journey right here, right now. With a Volvo XC90 Recharge, our plug-in hybrid SUV with extended range. 
for more everyday electric journeys on a single charge with a hybrid option for longer adventures. Contact your local retailer to book a test drive or design your own vehicle at volvocars.com slash US. The Volvo XC90 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. The electric car with a backup plan.